Good morning. Happy Monday to everyone. Hope you had a beautiful weekend and that you are ready for the start of another joyful week. This morning, our Bible lesson is coming from In Touch Daily Readings for Devoted Living. And today I want to talk about, is anything blocking your view of God? Um, We're going to take some scripture um, from the book of Acts, chapter 19, verse 23 through 34, and Ephesians, chapter 3, verse 8 through 19. But the lesson starts out by um, talking about um, a temple to Artemis in Ephesus. This was considered one of the seven wonders of the world. It was longer and wider than a football field and taller than the Hollywood sign that you see in, the Lo- in Los Angeles. But when Paul arrived in that city to preach the gospel of Jesus, he offered a glimpse of something unspeakably greater. The Ephesians enjoyed cultural grandeur, but they never seen anything like the love of Christ. Travelers would come from all over the world to see the temple of Ephesus, and the locals prospered from the booming trade in pagan culture. Paul's missionary work in the city threatened to destroy their livelihood. And then if we reflect on that, um, what was just read, it talks about how idols can't fulfill what they seem to promise. So when his income source is threatened by the growth of Christianity, idol maker Demetrius gathers his colleagues to protest. This can be found in Acts 19 verse 25. Being human involves having needs, but how they're fulfilled separates God from people or separates God's people from others. Is there something that you can relate to as far as um, the way that Demetrius felt? Like feeling like something somebody was going to do was going to take away something that you had been working really hard to obtain or to maintain or to bring forth. So think about an area in your life where you may not fully trust God. And then find a verse that can help to encourage your faith. Demetrius complains when Paul says that gods made by hands are not gods at all. It's easy for us to think we're too sophisticated to care about pagan statues, but an idol is anything we allow to come between us and God. Even greed is idolatry. And that's in Colossians um, 3 verse 5. So I came across this topic. I was talking with someone over the weekend, someone that I love and care for greatly. And it is very easy for us to put other things, um, people, uh, animals, um, our jobs, uh, anything. Anything can easily become a God. And we may not think that we are worshiping 
that material thing or that person or that item or that animal in that way, but we can very easily turn those innocent things, things that maybe that are being worshipped, that don't even realize that they are being worshipped, um, because we have become so enthralled and so um, occupied by these things that we are giving them the uh, attention and the um, uh, the time that we should actually be putting into the Savior. Um, so it's very easy for this to happen. I have mentioned it before. I used to do it myself um, when I would allow something as simple as a TV uh, show uh, that I just had to sit down and watch or you know, maybe it was on my mind or I'm thinking, what's going on with this? You know, these are simple ways that we can turn everyday things that we think not into idols. And we end up worshiping those things, which we have to be very careful. You know, think about, are you putting a lot of time and a lot of effort into something and therefore maybe neglecting your time for meditation, your time for prayer. Uh, Maybe there's something that you are um, very um, just, you can't get enough of it and, or you can't let go of it. That thing that is driving you, that is um, uh, occupying a lot, if not all of your time has become a God. And so an idol or God. So we have to really be mindful of what we are doing and how we are doing it. Because it's very easy to get caught up and not even realize it until later, much later. So we we need to be aware of those things. It says, it goes on to say, examine your heart. Have you enthroned anything that's not a God at all? Confess and ask the Lord for help in getting free of its lure. The people are filled with rage to think Artemis could lose her prestige. That's Acts 19 verses 27 through 28. What does their reaction reveal about the power of idols? Have you ever felt this way when God took something from you or instructed you to give it up? Clinging to God and his will isn't always easy in this materialistic world, but we can overcome these barriers or these idols if we truly, truly want to improve and to do better and to not allow things or people or items or, you know, cars or homes or whatever it is to become clothing, shoes, those used to be my idols, um, to become idols. So after establishing a strong church in Ephesus, Paul eventually leaves. He later writes to believers. There while imprisoned in Rome, Paul tells the Ephesians he was called to preach the infantable riches of Christ. Ephesians 3 verse 8. Considering the culture of Ephesians. Why is this phrase significant? What does Paul want believers there to appreciate and how does it contrast with their surroundings? 
The great mystery Paul keeps referring to is that of Ephesians are fellow partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Why was this so astonishing to Paul? Consider that in Christ, all of us have received something amazing we could never have expected and didn't deserve. How does reflecting on this enrich your relationship with God? Given the size of the famous temple in Ephesus, it's interesting that Paul prays God will enable the Ephesians to grasp the width, length, height, and depth of Christ's love. At times, our desires, roles, or responsibilities loom so large, it's hard to see beyond them. Looking at verse 16 through 19, list keys for breaking free from whatever blocks your path to God. So immerse yourself in Jesus, filled with his love eternally. You'll find he's more than enough. God displeasures with idols is reason enough to avoid them, but he who does far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think has also provided in a way that brings joy from obedience. So again, I ended up talking about this topic today because you know, I remember having a conversation with someone and I also thought about my own personal journey and how, like I said, simple things, things that I would not even think were God's had become God's for me. Um, shoes, closets and closets full of shoes. Uh, I used to spend a lot of money on buying shoes. Um, so anything that we are putting all of our attention to, anything that we are overindulging in, anything that we seem like we cannot give up that is driving us to continue to keep doing what we're doing, those things easily can become idols, things that we worship and we don't even realize that we're worshiping. So I hope this was enlightening and helpful. Um, and if there's something that you feel that you've been dealing with and trying to let go and again, anything, anything that has monopolized your time, that has taken up a lot of space, um, that has prevented you from connecting or meditating or just feeling like you don't have to be bound by that item or person or thing, um, there is freedom. There is a way there, there is the ability for us to just reconnect, but that's something that each of us have to examine personally and, uh, look within to see what we might be doing. All right, guys. Well, that's it for today. I hope that you have a blessed week. I hope that, um, you are safe and you enjoy those who you are around. God bless you and we'll talk tomorrow. Take care.